Hi friends, Millie here. In this episode, you'll hear me referring to this podcast as Milling About. However, the correct title is Me, Myself, and Millie. Midway through the recording process, I needed to change the name due to some copyright stuff. So ignore the old title and remember the right one, Me, Myself, and Millie, when referring to this show. Thanks for listening and sorry for the confusion. Let's do this. This is Milling About, a podcast that covers pop culture and hot goss through the lens of your nosy neighbor. I'm your host and nosy neighbor, Millie Brooks. Today, our topic is interior design, and our guest is Margaret Belton, local artist and interior designer here in the Bay Area, who we will interview later on in the second half of the show. But first, why did I choose the topic of interior design? I feel like in another life, I was an interior decorator. Uh, Ever since I was a young child, I loved rearranging my room. I would move my bed, my dresser, my desk to a different location of my room, and I just loved doing that. It would feel like a different space when I walked in, and it just felt new and fresh. My mom was also constantly redecorating the home with little bits and bobs that she would find at garage sales, antique sales, or TJ Maxx. Um, so I feel like I'm a redecorating enthusiast. Um, I think a space should really reflect the gorgeous aspects of your soul and your values, and that's why I just love transforming my own space and listening how other people do it as well. So moving on to items that you guys definitely need to check out. Um, oh, side note, I am not getting paid to recommend this stuff. This is just true blue. My experience, um, living my life as Millie Brooks, testing new things out and feeling like I need to share them. So there's this new deodorant and again, I'm not getting paid to promote this product. Um, I'm just one sweaty, smelly girl um, that thinks maybe, you know, There's other people like me out there that want to know this stuff. Um, I don't know. But for the past couple of years, I have been trying to be more just like chemically conscious. I've been aware about like looking at what is on in products that I buy for my home, for my body, in the food I eat, et cetera, et cetera. And I've been super underwhelmed by all the natural slash non-toxic deodorants that I've bought. I've tried the old Tom's, which has the consistency of bar soap. And I also tried another product called Crystal, which barely got me through two hours. Um, And now 
I'm using this stuff called Native, which uses all the safe ingredients and is cruelty-free. And I swear to you guys, this stuff lasts longer than 24 hours. I'm in love. And it's also a local San Francisco company. Um, So you should check it out. Um, Just Google Native Deodorant. It'll come up. I promise. Now, a little bit of personal neighborhood goss. So, my husband and I are in the process of getting some new landscaping done in our backyard. And we live in a small co-op, and one of the rules of the co-op is that you need to get board permission before you start any type of reconstruction projects. So, the other day, my husband stopped by the manager's office of the co-op to check to see if he needed an additional approval for a small amendment to our plans. And the housing manager said that two neighbors had already called her to make sure that we had gotten board approval for our project. Can you believe that? I have no idea who it is, but I thought, Man, I am not the only one with a sticky beak in this neighborhood. My reputation has some competition, guys. Wow! This project is going to be going on for a while. I'll keep you posted. Welcome back, everyone. This is the interview portion of the episode where we bring in an expert on today's topic, which is interior design. And with us today, we have the wonderful, the fabulous, the majestic Margaret Belton. (laughs) Margaret is an interior designer with Realm Art and Design, a two-women design team, beautifying residential and commercial spaces, and specializing in fine art, design, installations, murals, and repurposing. Welcome, Margaret! Thank you, Millie. Margaret, tell us a little bit about how you got started in interior design and what led you to that world. Well, um, my friend Jen Bro and business partner, um, her and I were, we met in an art gallery many years ago through a friend I went to art school with, and they had a co-show together um, at showcasing their paintings. And I remember being really inspired from her work, and I always said, like, you know, when I, I took her aside and I was like, no, you're, you're really, really good. And, you know, I just, yeah. that's where it all started. That's where my friendship started with Jen. And was it visual art? Like it was. painting? Mm-hmm. Or, mm. It was paintings. And nice. I just really liked her style. I, uh, I related to it. Um, and it reminded me of, like, familiarity with really cool, obscure, obscure things that things. I tend to look at. And enjoy and and be inspired by. So that's great. Yeah, um, that's where I met Jen, and uh, many many years later we reconnected, and we it was always around something creative and friends mm-hmm. that were creative people, and uh, I was doing some other work at the time and wanted to kind of like 
feel things out. Like dabble. In the, dabble. I wanted yeah. to dabble in yeah. the creative world. Mm-hmm. And I just needed more sparks to be happening. And she was doing staging at the time. And she had a staging company with two other guys called Oh, staging Guild. for like when you get yeah. ready to sell your home. Yeah. Got it. So you get to just go in and decorate and mm-hmm. take it all down and leave and do it again. And, and I thought that was there was something intriguing about that. And, and I, I was like, well, it is all visual and it's all creating this like space for these moments, right? And then her and I, I started working with them. <clears throat> I was like assisting them just to kind of feel it out. Mm-hmm. And then her and I just kept being like, let's, we'd, we would love to do more art because she was actually commissioned from her business partners to do the paintings for the, a lot mm-hmm. of the houses. Mm-hmm. And then she asked me to help her with the paintings because... She knew that I had an art degree and really didn't see a lot of my work, but she it was just kind of a leap of faith of like, hey, why don't you help me? And it ended up being dreamy, and we just spread out canvases in our driveway and oh. go to town. Um, and then I really, really loved like creating these three-dimensional spaces, which mm. which was, you know, staging or interior design, as you call it, or whatever, and then bringing the art into it. And, that, and then we realized the art was our favorite part, mm. and... We also loved the combination of the art and kind of creating these spaces, but we wanted it to be more permanent. Yeah. So yeah. that's why her and I branched off. Um, she sold her part of the company, and then they all kind of are The staging doing, company. Mm-hmm, yeah. And they're all doing – the other, two other guys are still staging, and they're amazing at it, and we still collaborate sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, um and her and I branched off and created Realm Art and Design, which we really wanted art to be in the title, and we wanted it to be first because we're primarily artists, right? And just creative people, yeah. And bohemian, I would, I like yeah. to say, and and then design because it goes so well together. And we are the type of people that go in a space and want to redecorate things no matter where we are. Mm. If someone has a bad light bulb and it's too bright, I just I'll be like, here's here's a nice dim yellowing. <laughs> And I, you know, I'm, in your back pocket, yes, you, just, when you I, never know. I, there's everything I need in my trunk. Yeah. And, and I've literally been known to do that, which is, I did it last night at my friend's restaurant, as a matter of fact. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just, it's, I even bring, like, I, we're going, my partner and I are going to a hotel tomorrow. I'm doing a gig in Sonoma and I pack a bag of, I call it mobile ambiance. Oh my gosh. And I literally just take string lights and scarves to cover bad lights and a candle and a little sound oh. sound box, you know. It literally is ambiance in a box. I love it. So, I that's love my it. little version of transforming even just small little, you know, it's one like night. Like a small be- best western. You know, yeah, yeah. You know. You can you can really Fancy it up to be your own boutique hotel. <laughs> I love it. And so, yeah. so what type of projects do you guys typically t- tackle? Well, we um, started off doing more interior design because mm-hmm. she, um, Jen is very connected in the staging world, so she's very connected to um, realtors and people that kind of knew from working with her, her aesthetic, mm-hmm. and... Um, and she's also a painting contractor, so she's a color theorist, and she does all this really oh, cool stuff. Color so it's kind theory. Of, right, right. So color theory. I love that. I might be using the wrong word, but I think that's what it's called, or it's my it dorky good. art brain talk. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, she's, she's just she's brilliant. And, um, and together we um, 
we basically, we were asked to do a lot of interior design in homes. And then we started being asked by commercial places because it's all word of mouth. We Mm. have barely, I mean, we made a website just to have a visual to show people, Mm -hmm. but we really haven't advertised much. And it's been all word of mouth. Every single thing that we've gotten so far has been word of mouth or people walk by and we're like making a mural and they're like, Hey, can you put one in my dining room? Mm. You know, um, Whatever. And then it's just this really cool ongoing thing. And the Bay Area is really like artistically, it's going through changes and we all know the struggles that's happening. Right. There. But right. but um, creatively, there's so many creative people here and mm. people are hungry for it. Mm. And um, we're being asked more and more to do art in places that need more life and inspiration. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Like a lot of offices, a lot of corporate offices, yeah. sides of buildings. Um <sighs> Yeah, just uh, we're we're being asked more now to be doing murals. Uh, wow. And like whether they be custom at people's homes or offices or like we just we did one at Beck's Motor Lodge not too long ago, which was wow. so fun and the happiest thing we'd ever done. You did a on. mural. Yeah. Like on the side of their building? Yeah, we did like a carport and then side. It was like basically four walls, four walls. And it was this mid-century modern Jetsons kind of 70s. Oh, wow. That's my feel. vibe. I love that. <laughs> Me too. I Me did, too. I for I forgot about how mid-century modern the Jetsons was. They were like it was just like space yeah. probing furniture. Yes. Um, <laughs> space probing furniture, and now we're having space probing happening these days, so it all goes together. I had a robot following me on Bay Street the other day. Really? Yeah, so, you know, it, it really does feel like the Jetsons. It does. You might as well, you know, well, put it what, on the wall. What has been your most memorable project? Well, memorable. That that sure was fun. Um, <clears throat> that's one of them, because we made friends with all the guys working at the hotel and the mm. the housekeeping and... We ended up, I mean, one guy, we, we ended up being friends, and he had a friend that owned a spa in Hudson where I was going, New York. And he was like, hey, my friend will hook you up with a massage. I mean, I'm not kidding. Like, we made friends wherever wow. we go. And that was that was really special. We had a great time with those guys. And yeah. once in a while, they get sick of us asking him to unlock the door and <laughs> use the bathroom key and blah. But that was fun because it was so public. And Beck's Motor Lodge is such a, a where historic. Where is that? Um, it's right in the heart of the Castro. Wow. And this was like, this place has history. Like, if anyone really? hears that, it's been haunted? living here. No, it's just, ha- it's had a lot of fun juju. Fun juju. At night, if you know what I'm saying. I do. Uh, and, uh, it's just it's just a fun history, and I think it was like Folsom Street Fair when it was going on. So we saw all these people in their outfits, and oh gosh, you know it was it was fun. Oh, it Folsom was, Street Fair! <laughs> oh my it gosh, it was very entertaining to say the least. And um, yeah, you know it was it was just felt. It, and Jen and I love the Castro. We primarily work there because people keep spreading the word in the Castro. So yeah. we've been working a lot with that neighborhood, and now we're part of this Castro Art Walk. And oh my now we're, gosh, we're, when is that? What is um, that? You know, I Is that wanna, like a tour that you can yeah. kind of go around and yeah. like people will point out stuff? Wow, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, and this um um it's we've been connected just all through friends and word of mouth again by these wonderful people and that's how we got that gig in the first place is um mm. the Castro Art Walk. And so that just, you know, uh, that was one of the most memorable 
things. And mm-hmm. we just love the collaborativeness of how that even happened. Totally. And another memorable, the, I think the most beautiful, meaningful project we did was um, a room dedicated to our friend who passed. Oh, wow. And, yeah, and the business owner, um, our friend, who asked us to redesign his entire office, he... Um, they ended up getting another side chunk of the building, mm-hmm. and in that chunk of the building, he wanted to make a meaningful listening room for all the thou- like thousand some records for the records he got passed. And um, her name was Annie Southworth, wow. and she was a big, big with noise pop. She kind of ran the right spot. She worked at Cafe de Nord, all the mm-hmm. old school places like mm-hmm. institutions, and she's. She herself was an institution wow. for the music community. So. And people could just come to this room and listen to yeah. all of this music mm-hmm. from these. Like, how, what was, how big was the collection of Over records? a thousand records. Oh, my yeah. gosh. And we got, I think we got all of them in there. If not, there's a few left in the console that's next to the, the room. Um, but it's all part of the same mm. thing. But that was the most beautiful and meaningful and um we're most proud of that project because, yeah. and it was a it was a room, but it, it was like a sanctuary. It is a sanctuary, and mm-hmm. people go in there all the time and have a cocktail with Annie's drinks and look up at her picture and just you know feel her. And she lived around the corner from that place too, which is really wow. cool. And we also got to bring our aesthetic into it, thinking of her, like what would she like? Yeah, like visually, if yeah. I were to walk into the room, what what sort of additions did you guys do? We, um, so for the, the walls, we decided to do this, um, black grass cloth, which Mm. is just this really, I mean, grass cloth, again, seventies, we love the seventies and now they've, um, really, uh, upgraded it and they put all these different colors in them. So it gives this like three dimensional, beautiful, soft Mm. feel to it and Mm -hmm. textural. And, um, so when you shine light on it, it, it it doesn't look just like a flat wall. It's this beautiful, it's warm and it's, um. It's dimensional, which is really nice. Uh, and then, and we have this wonderful assistant named Patricia, and she's she introduced a lot of things to add to the components as well. Mm. And we worked with a guy named Rob who did the um, woodworking. Uh, we mm. we had him make these French cleat buckets to put on the walls to that you could take off and put next to the record player. Oh. And it was like a display, like you see at a record store, but really nice. Nice. Like, yeah, and design, you know. And functional, like yeah. you can put it, you know, put it back up and take it down, right. and yeah, and you wow. could even like, I'm a big Virgo, so you can even section it all out by music, oh, ta- yeah. you know, genre oh, or alphabetical. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. Talk about organizing. <laughs> uh, so that's nice. And then uh, across from that wall, we did this um, wood. It, it kind of it was a record player as well, but it was a shape of a sound wave, and mm. it was all like. Three dimensional, and it had beautiful. I think it was, um, I think it was oak, with little slits of brass in between, wow. the, like like a sound wave. Mm. And then the, the records were going up and down. And oh, Rob and cool. Jen uh, thought of that concept was was awesome. And then we had the record player, and then all her posters from all the the gigs that she um, she managed a few bands, and some of those posters were on the wall. A lot of local musicians like Sean Hayes and some yeah. other people. Wow. And um, and then the couch, big sexy leather couch, and these sconces that wield like kind of what color leather? Like a like a kind of a not light gray. It was like a mid gray. Mid gray. Mid gray. Like with a little brown in it. Ooh. Yeah, it was very pretty. Mm. And um, and then there was components of wood, like really mm. warm wood. 
And uh, what else was going on in there? And the beautiful table, I think, with a Courier marble table. And it was just like, it was so her. I mean, she she would have loved to hang out in there and and like to think she does. That's great. With her people listening to her Her essence and aura was just sort of Mm -hmm. in everything, in every decision. Yeah. So that would be, that would probably be our favorite that's, favorite meaning. That sounds project. pretty special. Yeah. Um, now, what has been your most challenging project to date, and why? Challenging. Hmm. <laughs> Let's see. The first thing that comes to mind is when you're dealing with a lot of minds mm. and that have different. Um, they have different, different aesthetics. Ideas. Yeah, aesthetics, and then the reality of how much um, things t- like the time things take, mm. and uh, especially with custom made things. Mm. Um, and we're pretty quick on top of it all. Like we we move yeah. really fast, so yeah. for that to be you know an issue, it's when it's, it's hard. a committee decision. Yes, yeah. Yes. So the the biggest problems we've ever run into are the. Um, the uh, lots of cooks in the kitchen. Lots of cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on one end, and um, you know, I'm I'm from a huge family, so and from the Midwest as well. So I'm like yeah. a middle child from the middle child of the country. Mm, I call middle it country. The mid- yes. <laughs> middle, everything's the middle. So I'm used to kind of like mm-hmm. dealing and balancing and a lot too. of yeah. different voices. Yeah. yeah. And we're pretty good at it. So when it doesn't go right, I'm like, well, maybe. I don't know. It, we've learned a lot. Yeah. We've learned a lot about that. Well, and that's been the most challenging uh, so far. We've, we've had that a couple times, but um, it all got worked out. So what, <laughs> like, if people are thinking about working with an interior designer, mm-hmm. would that be something that you suggest? Like, just make sure that there's one person working with them? Or well, we would love that, but um, sometimes it's actually fun to have other people be, or not mm. fun. Maybe that's not the word, but sometimes it's good because then the other people come in and they're like, "Well, that's actually a good idea." And uh-huh. you know, it's, there's it's, a little bit of democracy, yeah. so you can kind of yeah. yes, that's mm-hmm. a good word for it. And and you can't ask that because a lot of the time, like me and Jen, we're a partnership, so mm-hmm. there might be a partnership or a I don't know what we call it triad ship. <laughs> right, 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 but. But they all have the right to, you know, do that. And and I, if I had a business, I would want that too. I would want totally. if, if someone, if Jen and I actually hired people to design our space, which would be funny. But if we did, we would both want. Yeah. Saying that, yeah. so we get it. Yeah. I mean, totally yeah. get it. Someone to kind of just, you know, come in with a third vote mm-hmm. to kind of, you know, mm-hmm. be a tiebreaker yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, well, so in terms of like, this is just something that I've currently noticed in terms of like, just a lot of like the wave in which the culture right now in society and like how people are decorating their homes, Mm -hmm. it feels very much like people are going back to white walls, you know, (laughs) a lot of gray, a lot of gray, (laughs) a lot of, you know, plants are coming back in style, macrame, Macrame, (laughs) you know, it's like, um, it's really cool. Mm -hmm. What, what are your thoughts about like those kind, those kinds of shifts? Well, 
it's really good timing for me to be in this industry because I love the past <laughs> as far as, you know, the good stuff, yeah. obviously. Um, but when it comes to design and art and music and everything that I'm involved in, everything is, it's like nostalgic. And yeah. I come from a very nostalgic family and, you know, we're very big into our genealogy. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. Know, and, and, but but yeah. there's also Your roots. Such, yeah, the roots. Mm-hmm. And, and there's also so much beauty in things that were created and given time to make. And mm-hmm. like even the simplicity of like uh, mid-century modern is a huge thing. And that's always been kind of big, but mm-hmm. there's a huge resurgence now, which is great because I've always loved it. And, um, and uh, there's a simplicity about it that mm-hmm. I think people are craving simplicity. Mm-hmm. Like, again, I'm going to relate it to music because I'm also a musician and yes. pared down when people are bare, it's like sometimes all the loudness out there right mm. now with all the technology swimming around us and, and like, you know, politics and yeah. everything's We're just like so... hovering above the ground a lot. Yeah. And I feel, feel like things from the beautiful things from the past can ground us. Mm. And uh, that's aesthetically. That's what we hear. That's what we eat. I mean, people are eating ambrosia again. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yes. Like, yes. Maybe it, I'd say it's a healthy ambrosia. Thing to do, what is I'm ambrosia? I don't even You're know from what the it is. I you should know that. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Um, it is. Well, marshmallows and mayonnaise are the main components. <laughs> Sometimes sour cream. I had a discussion at a potluck the other day, actually, about who made how how their grandma made ambrosia. Oh wow. And I think it's marshmallows, either mayonnaise or sour cream, and there, canned fruit. Canned fruit, right? And cherries, vinegar. I think, Lo- yeah, I there think has I now to be know. maraschino cherries. Yes, yeah, it's yes. just trash. But it's a it's a reminiscent thing that comforts oh people. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Doesn't exactly make feel them feel like comfortable the next day. But you I'm know. also seeing like a green Tupperware container oh, yeah. that my grandmother used to like bring sea it in. Like seafoam green with yes. a white cap. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Or a clear cap. Yep. Yes, totally. Big yeah. old bowl. That's crazy. <laughs> You're right. So the like history is kind of repeating itself or yeah. returning in certain and ways it, with it, yeah, with and design. It tends and, to do that over yeah. and over again. And I'm really a fan of like when the nineties mom jeans came back, I was like, Oh God. But mid century modern furniture, I'm like, Yes, yes, please. Yeah. And, you know, there's something Mom jeans? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> get, get your pooch back <laughs> in the closet. Quit the pleats. Okay. <laughs> Stonewashed, no. Um, but you, you know, that's yeah, that's our opinion, I guess. But yes, um, but but there's things like, um, there's things that that just comfort you about it. I mean, yeah. uh, you look at something and you're brought back to maybe our own past or, or our grandma or you know yeah. somebody that had a chair like that or yeah um you remember going to like an old lodge when you grew up going camping yeah. and you're like oh that chair just you know and someone there's else history. might hate it you know but yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's history there's history in there's it. stories yeah that exactly. chair has stories exactly i want you to tell us a little bit about the repurposing aspect of of um what you guys do Yes, the repurposing. Well, we try to do it as much as possible um, mm-hmm. because there's too much waste in the world as well. Mm-hmm. And um, and we I we both have a love for going to like salvage yards mm. and um, creative reuse like centers. Urban Ore yes, in I Berkeley, California, Ore. everybody, yeah. if you're listening. That's right. Yeah. And our favorite of all is Builders Resources in San Francisco. Mm. And that's more of like a house salvage, like old doors and doorknobs and like the Ooh. most random things you can possibly think of. And okay. there's so much demolition going on right now that there's even more and more. They can't even 
hold as, you know, wow. as much as people give them in that space because there's so much changing right now. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but you can go and I, like if I have a chandelier that's missing a bedazzlement, mm-hmm. I'll go there and I'll probably find it. If not, I'll find something that looks pretty close. Mm. And, or if you just want to make art, like, like you want a canvas and you go find this beautiful old, like cabinet from the twenties or thirties, you know, and you use that as your canvas and you paint a portrait on it or, or you make a design on it and hang it up. I love that. Yeah. So Jen and I both do a lot of that. And we, we also have a big fondness for old things and Mm -hmm. beautiful, just junk to jewels type of stuff. Mm. And, um, Scavenging. That's fun. Yeah, That's yeah. Fun. Yeah, it's very fun. And like going on a scavenger hunt, like my partner and I wait we always go on road trips and we always stop at these weird little places and yeah. I was like, ooh, that and the junkier they are, um, th- you know you're gonna find more treasures. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh man, this mm-hmm. is a gold mine. And yeah. sometimes it's really not. Yeah. But sometimes <laughs> it's a hoarding mess. But but sometimes you'll find something that you're like, I cannot believe th-. and then I, I'm a bargain gal, so I'm like, two dollars. Yeah. Two dollars. Yeah. And I, I you know, I, I love I love saving the bucks too. So who doesn't? Right. And uh, <laughs> right. so it's just this really fun thing, but but like, what kind of prep do you have to put into, like, if you're going to repaint it, do you, are there certain mm-hmm. steps that you always kind of try to follow? It depends what it is and it depends what condition it's in, but, um, definitely don't want to bring things from salvage yards that have like muck all over them, which often they do. So muck, like what kind of muck? Like dirt like, and just, oh, you know, nasty. like you got to hose dust. it down to yeah. actually start the project. A little vinegar, you know, elbow oh. grease. And not always. Sometimes it's real clean. Yeah. <laughs> you just get it. But we do a lot of um the you know, the reclaimed wood wall thing mm. is still is still hot. It's yeah. it's not as hot as it was last year or the year before, but it's still going on because again, it's that warmth that people want to bring in yeah. back into their spaces. And um we get our wood from the salvage yards, so usually urban ore or builders' resources, and we clean it, we we sanitize it because we don't want to be bringing you know yeah. nastiness into in, in, inside people's spaces, right? <laughs> so, right. Or we wouldn't want to do that in our own. So, um, so you clean it and sanitize it. Like, mm-hmm. what do you clean it with? Well, vinegar is a big one, and then we you can leave it in the sun, and that's a natural kind of like bacteria really? killer. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Old tricks, old yeah. household tricks. Baking soda. Baking soda. Um. Uh, and then we also use like old English. What is it? Old English? No, that soap. Murphy's oil soap. Oh yeah, that's a big one. And then it conditions yes. it, cleans it, makes it you know smell like smell good wood cleaner. Yeah, <laughs> some people like that smell. I do. I uh, <laughs> I love me some good uh, yeah. good smells. Good good cleaner smells. <laughs> Only certain ones, but yeah, that one. And you guys typically paint then. Or sand is sanding always incorporated? Sometimes. It just depends on the project. So mm-hmm. reclaim wood walls, we want to not touch it as much as possible. So we clean mm-hmm. it, and we want the rawness of the, the wood. We pick, I mean, it's super fun going to these salvage yards because we pick certain wood that has, like, chipping paint and, you know, this and that. And just mm-hmm. in case it's lead, we definitely, like, seal it and, you know, yeah. make it safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, Margaret, we've been, I've thoroughly enjoyed this discussion. I have too. Um, Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. Is there <laughs> anything that I have not asked you that you want to mention? There is one thing I want to get back to that I realized I just fell off yeah, is yeah. doing things cheap for your house. Mm. I would say not just painting. Painting's a big one. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but then you can make, you know, if you have a budget, you can just kind of do, I always do a priority list. So start mm-hmm. with the priority, go down. The, the, I would say the easiest, most um, effective thing for me is like lighting. So mm-hmm. lamps, you can get them at thrift stores. You can get them, you know, just make sure they have a cute shade and they work and all that. And uh, lamps is a big one. Yeah. And um, lighting, like yes. l- more warm light instead of the white light. And I mean, people don't you, know if there's a know, difference sometimes. But yeah. I, you guys need to know this. Margaret came into um, my home about a year ago, and you brought this lamp right here that's <laughs> li- sitting on this table here right. on our dining table. And at the time, you were like, you know, this is creates a nice intimate experience when, you know, when you're eating dinner, you know, like... And I had never even realized how many, you know, I haven't been to that many fancy restaurants, <laughs> but the cu- the two that I have uh-huh. been, in, been to, they had small little lamps yeah. Yeah. on the table. It's, it's and so it's charming. A thing. It so is. charming, yeah. It's charming. Yeah, I feel like a little nook. Yep, a little nook. Yeah. I like that because yeah. uh, lighting, I think we're influenced by lighting mm-hmm. a lot more than we, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. We think. Yeah, totally. Or we're paying attention to. Yeah. But yeah, um, lighting and painting and then simple, like you can get simple rugs at certain places and uh, there's Craigslist. There's, mm-hmm. I mean, there's so much out there that people are just getting rid of things left and right. And They are. You can just, I mean, you can get crafty about it. You can just, you can go high end or you can go super crafty, but it can look really good. Ugh, um, so that's, right. that's that's just my token of advice on that. Um, yeah. There's, there's always a way. There's always a way. Yeah. And um, if people wanted to follow you, mm-hmm. where could they find you? Um, we are called Realm Art and Design. R-E-A-L-M. And you guys are on Instagram, right? We are. Mm-hmm. And I believe it's just called Realm Art and Design on Instagram. Great. And just make sure you put the full, it's kind of a long long title, but just put Realm Art and Design. And that's also our email address and Great. website. Um, yeah, it's all pretty much... Awesome. Those words tagged together. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, Margaret. Thank you, this Millie. This has been great having you. <laughs> it's been a blast. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Me, Myself, and Millie. Follow us on Instagram at milliebrooks100 for more podcast updates. And if you enjoyed the show, please like and subscribe and give us a review on iTunes. A special thanks to my husband, Rowan Brooks, for technical support. Cal Reichenbach, who did all the music you heard in this episode. You can check him out at calzonemusic.com. And to Rini Shaw, our graphic designer, who did our thumbnail art. Follow her at rinishaw.com. Thanks, party people, and see you next week.